This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I'm just letting it breathe because uh, Ice Cube is one of my favorites of all time, and we get to be joined by him now on Canty and Carlin. This is ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. She's Michelle Smallman. I am Jeff Turn, filling in for the guys here this afternoon. Rapper, actor, Big Three founder, entrepreneur, Ice Cube joins us now. Ice Cube, welcome into the show. How you doing today, man? I'm pretty fair for square. How you doing, man? Oh, man. I mean, you know, there's moments where we get to talk to sports people and, and you know, you, you kind of hold back your fandomonium for a second. I got to ask off the off the top, man. I, I grew up in South Dakota, okay? So when you guys were making music out there on the West Coast, did you guys realize that there were people like me growing up in the mid-90s to the early 2000s in a state like South Dakota that couldn't get themselves enough of Ice Cube? You know, we had realized it by then, but when we first started doing the music, we thought it would only go, you know, we thought we was going to be neighborhood stars, and that's it. You know, people in our neighborhood was going to love us. The rest of the world was probably going to not understand what, what we was talking about. And so to, uh, to look up and see that, you know, the whole world was was vibing off what we were doing and and learning a lot about, you know, the world we live in, you know, we started to kind of cherish the fact that we was able to bring it to the world. It's amazing, man, to think about all the different places your guys' music ultimately landed, including in, in a place like South Dakota where yours truly grew up, man. Uh, it's a true honor to have you with us here on Canty and Carlin, Ice Cube, rapper, actor, Big Three founder. We want to start with the Big Three, man, because it's become a summer tradition for all of us to tune in and watch. A lot of guys that, that we watch throughout their NBA careers getting another opportunity to shine. How would you categorize where the Big Three is as a league right now as you guys enter another season? I mean, we're in great shape. Um, going into our sixth season, you know, our ratings keep climbing, especially with uh, 18 to 49, which is the sweet spot for uh, you know anybody trying to sell something in the world. So uh, it's great. You know, we had... You know, 500,000 people watch us this week on CBS. So it's been pretty amazing, you know, where the, where the league is in, in such a short time. Ice Cube, I was reading an interview that you did where you were talking about the growth of the league, but you were saying that there's still some gatekeepers there, so some forces that might be working against that growth. How do you combat that? I mean, keep going. Um, you know, I've had to deal with that my whole life. You know, nobody uh, really, you know, wanted us to do music. You know, Ruthless Records was an independent label. Um, So I'm used to it. But, you know, nowadays you can let people know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't think it's right. You know, a lot of people um, feed their families through this league. A lot of stars that, you know, the NBA – um, guys that went through their, their league and now, you know, they don't really have anything for them to do. And so to try to deprive those guys, you know, like Iceman and, and Rick Barry and these guys who, you know, the NBA doesn't have a coaching job for them. So, you know, why would you try to stop them from, from getting a paycheck in the summer, getting a little shine on CBS and they <clears> – <throat> 
a lot of them are doing commercials now and they're doing other things because of the exposure. So I don't really understand it. Week one in the books there in Chicago. Many more weeks to go all the way through the month of August. As he mentioned, CBS is where you can check out the big three. And Dallas coming up this week and followed by NYC. Ice Cube with us here. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Let's get to a couple of your favorite teams, man. We want to ask you about the Lakers. Rob Palinka came out this week and said, we're going to try to stay with our core as we advance through free agency maybe work on the margins as a fan of the Lakers. Is that good enough for you? Does that get them to where they need to be? Yeah, smart. Um, they got to the Western conference finals. Nobody would have ever thought in the history of basketball that that group, how they started would, would make it that far. Um, the team came together late in the season. There was no way we was going to be able to compete with, uh, with the Denver Nuggets. And so, remember when the Lakers won the championship in the in uh, in the bubble? They had Dwight Howard, they had a uh, Javale McGee, they had size, and uh, the Lakers need size to deal with the Joker. And um, so, as long as they go get size and they don't come go get no point, I mean, you know, they need a point guard, but they don't get some, you know, small forwards. We need we need centers, and we need a point guard that. You know, ferocious. So, yeah, I agree with the philosophy. Ice Cube, who's your favorite Laker that wasn't a star over the years that you got to watch in L.A.? Not one of the, you know, the Kobe's, the Shaq's, the the LeBron's. Non-star favorite Laker for Ice Cube. And non-star, uh, I mean, I believe Michael Cooper's a star, but he's my favorite Laker that's not Magic Johnson and Kobe Bryant, you know. So, uh, I want to say Michael Cooper. Michael Cooper came to South Dakota for an event one time, and I got to hang out with him in a private setting, and I've never seen someone love Jose Cuervo tequila as much. We sat there and drank a whole bottle with about four of us. I didn't know people drank Jose Cuervo anymore in 2020, whatever it was. Michael Cooper was all over, and an absolute storyteller, man. He's one of my favorites of all time as well. That's a very good non-star. It's also a star to go with on the Lakers. Yeah, man, he's just a great guy, all-around guy. You know, a stand-up dude, dude that uh that holds himself accountable. Uh, even at this, you know, point in his career, he's coaching now, and he's part of the big three as the coach of uh, the uh, Three's company. And uh, I just I had a chance to meet him years ago, uh, real quick, and then I offered him a job with the big three, and and you know he's been just a great guy and a great friend. Um, since then, so I'm I'm honored to, to to even know him because I used to see him, you know, get down with the Lakers and give me so many, um, you know, fun happy moments as a youngster. You know, so it's a dream come true to be working with some of these guys, Iceman, Doc. I mean, Doctor J. You know, um, it's just it's just a treat. Ice Cube, I'm so thrilled to talk with you under any circumstances, but especially today, because here at ESPN Radio, we're doing a series of Rank em, where we list our top fives in different categories in the NFL. And yesterday, we did our top five NFL fan bases. And I left the Oakland Raiders off my list. And I, or excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders now, but that what was the Oakland Raiders? And that's exactly why, Ice Cube, I left them off the list, is because your beloved Raiders, I feel like the fan base is a bit displaced now. And when I think about the Raiders, 
Raiders. I think about an iconic brand in addition to a passionate fan base. And you and NWA are the drivers behind that. When you guys came onto the scene, you made the Raiders cool. You made that brand cool. You made that apparel cool. So tell me, am I right or wrong to not have the, the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders now on my top five NFL fan bases list? You're totally wrong. The Raiders, <laughs> Raider, it's not even Raider Nation. It's, it's Raider Universe. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't matter where the Raiders play. The Raiders can play in Istanbul, <laughs> and people will go crazy and have Raider fans. They haven't had them play in London yet, I don't believe. Um, but, you know, they'll go crazy out there. We worldwide, you know, I'm the, I'm the president of the Raider Nation, and I'm highly offended by not being on your list. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. I want to see the Istanbul Raiders. I want to watch a game in Istanbul with the Raiders, Ice Cube. <laughs> no doubt. Wherever they go, you know, they're going to have crazy fans, and we worldwide, so it doesn't matter where they move to, we're going to be there. Okay, Ice Cube, my apologies. I will rectify my list. And you, you're right. You are kind of the face of Raider Universe. And you have been in this industry, in the entertainment industry, for a long time. You've been all over the world. Where's the most obscure place that you've run into a Raiders fan? Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, and I was in a, a place called the Trans Sky. It's in South Africa. It's where... <laughs> um, Mandela was originally born, and uh, yeah, I had a guy out there who was you know dapping me up because of the Raiders. <laughs> you know, he was far in the, in the middle. Of, you know, this is not Johannesburg. This is somewhere out in the back bush, and so it was uh, pretty cool to see a Raider fan that far away. Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio Ice Cube with us. Uh, I I know that. LeBron James has this desire to play with his son, Bronny. So would you be open to starring in a movie alongside your son? No doubt. You know, we we got something we cooking up. Uh, Dream come true stuff. You know, I I agree with LeBron. If if his his, uh, son gets drafted, you know, I would go. I would go for the league minimum to play. (laughs) you know, with my own son. So more power to him and, you know, this just, you know, makes history for, for are, him and are, his son. Are we get we're getting a next Friday or a last Friday, aren't we? We're getting the fourth rendition of that. Call Warner Brothers, man. I don't know. You <laughs> oh know, man. They, they've been uh yeah, they've been uh, you know, sitting on the culture for a long time. We're trying to get them up off us. And if they come to their senses let me control the IP. We'll have Friday spinoffs to you, like it'll be like Fast and Furious. Ice Cube, I I'm getting the petition together right now. I love that we are on the case. Thank you. Thank we, you. I, we, I got your back. I have to make up for the fact that I didn't put Raider Nation on my top five NFL fan bases. But la- last thing for me, you have been in the entertainment industry as an actor, as a rapper, as an entrepreneur for a really long time. And whenever anybody has had the longevity that you have, I'm always interested in who is coming up next. When when you look around at the landscape and entertainment, who's somebody that's coming up in either the acting or the musical arena that is really impressive to you? Well, when you've been doing it as long as me, 
you're not looking around no more, you know. So wherever it is, they got to catch up and keep up. So that's all I see. You know, I don't look in the rearview mirror. I just look in the in the windshield. Ice Cube, I'll get you out of here on this one as well. Favorite song you did and the song you wish you didn't do. Give us two on the way out. <laughs> Favorite song I did was It Was a Good Day. Um, song I wish I didn't do, uh, probably something early in my career. I was with a group called The Stereo Crew. We did a song called She's a Skag. And yeah. I understand. The, and by the way, West Coast the notebook. West Coast hip hop better than East Coast hip hop, right? I was arguing with the guys in the studio about this because they're all up there in the Northeast. I was telling them from a guy that's impartial that lives in the Midwest, give me West Coast over East Coast. Well, you know, the sun is not better than the moon, and the moon is not better than the sun. So you cannot pick between East Coast and West Coast just can't do it. oh man that is great way ice cube uh great way to send you off as i said there's there's guests that we have on that we're excited about and then there's guests that we have on that we are super excited about thanks so much for hanging out with us today you fall in that ladder category man best of luck with another season of the big three and look forward to warner brothers coming to their senses and giving us some more friday shows man thanks a lot man appreciate it man thanks for the interview yay yay dude I'm telling you guys, like, you know, we got to be professionals and stuff. That was one interview I did not want to be a professional. I just wanted to be a fan. You just fan. got a yay-yay from Ice Cube. Yay-yay. Awesome. I mean, dude, I'm telling you. I mean, that that was awesome, Michelle. That was awesome. And I love how he says he doesn't even survey the landscape anymore. He's at the top of the mountain. He's not looking at who's coming up because he's like, no one's going to catch me. So why do I even need to pay attention to who else is on the scene anymore? That's That's goat level mentality, Jeff. That's amazing right there. I will never be there, but I can tell you, (laughs) I appreciate every minute of all of that. All right. Like the Friday shows I love and um, obviously, you know, we, we talk about his music. I'm so glad that that's the favorite song that he did. Like, you guys don't want me rapping the lyrics, but I know everyone. You know uh, what else? Much, <laughs> I love you know it. what else, Jeff, that was so cool to me from that interview is how he said that when he and M- NWA were coming up, they just thought they were going to be neighborhood stars, that they couldn't even conceive really of what was going to come for them. And think about what a cool time in their lives that must have been where they're just letting the creative juices flow they're they're so uniquely themselves and that's what translated to make them the stars that they are yeah i mean you know it's it's really cool that you know the midwest or places like south dakota were listening to that music but that music took him to a bush in south africa where he got to <laughs> dap up a raiders fan right like that is, that is amazing what music can do for someone's life absolutely spectacular all right breaking news From the NBA, 76ers guard James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option and sides are beginning to work together in expanding trade scenarios. Sources tell ESPN. Woj reporting this at Woj ESPN. It's expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia. Woj went on to tweet, the Clippers and yes, the New York Knicks are expected to be among the teams that will engage with the Sixers in a potential James Harden trade. Sources tell ESPN. Your reaction to that, Michelle? 
Well, first of all, I'm surprised because I think we all kind of thought that he was going to stay in Philadelphia, that that would be the best option for he and for the 76ers. So I'm a bit surprised that we're talking about both parties exploring a trade scenario. And then the Clippers and the Knicks, Jeff, both interesting teams that are trying to make a move, trying to better themselves, trying to propel themselves further into the conversation. And uh, I'm wondering I'm wondering where he's going to land and what the package is going to look like to get him there yeah i mean i think the clippers make a lot more sense um you know we've already heard that paul george may be one of those pieces that would eventually get moved i don't know though if like that's the piece that the 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 clippers would want to get away give away if they're going to get hardened but the salary has to match so there's a lot of complexities there but the knicks man that one doesn't make a lot of sense with jalen brunson being ball dominant i know our guy shannon nick fan back in the studio that's yeah, not that's you, Shannon, Shannon, is it? Oh boy, this is tough. It's tough just to imagine, as you, as you just mentioned, the Jalen Brunson-Harden thing. I don't see that really working out. Plus, do you really see Harden and, and Tibbs? And Tibbs, we know what he, he – he values defense. And that's – that's Harden's more like uh, Bill Murray in Space Jam. Whoa, <laughs> I don't do defense. I can't really see that really working out in New York. But it's interesting, I've, though. I mean, New York, New York the Knicks got to explore all the options, right? Yeah, and I've always felt like Tibbs is like a lifer in the NBA. Like, you know, if he could go out on the sideline, he would. Harden may cause that if he was the the, the guy that was coaching him just because of, of the way that Tibbs values defense. So I think it's fascinating to see what happens. We want to hear from you. It seems James Harden is on his way out of Philadelphia. So where should he play next? As I said, we want to hear from all of you, 888 729 3776. That's 888 729 3776. We'll pick up the calls and visit your thoughts on James Harden out of Philadelphia. Where should he play next? What do you want him to do? What team should he land on as we continue on Canty and Carlin? This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. She's not Canty. I'm not Carlin. Uh, that's Michelle Smallman. I am Jeff Turn at M Smallman at JTESPN. And you can always join the conversation as many are about to. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. I promise we're going to get to the callers here in just a second. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. I am Jeff Turn, Michelle Smallman alongside, filling in for the guys here this afternoon. And we were waiting for it, the decision to be made by James Harden. Would he opt in? Would he opt out? I felt like if he opted out, he probably would come up with a different deal and stay in Philadelphia. If he opted in, probably meant some sort of trade on the horizon. Well, that's what we got. Woj broke the news just a little bit ago at Woj ESPN. James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option, and sides are beginning to work together in exploring trade scenarios, sources tell ESPN, reading his tweet. It's expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia. Woj went on to tweet, the Clippers and the Knicks are expected to be among the teams that will engage with the 76ers on a potential James Harden trade, again, sources telling ESPN. Our own Brian Windhorse, ESPN NBA insider, already weighing in on what Harden opting in means and the possible trade partners. It means that he didn't reach an agreement uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers on a new contract. And, you know, the issue here is that I don't think he had much of a market in straight free agency um, because there just isn't teams out there that have a lot of money that are willing to pay him and sign in trades are very difficult because they're subject to a whole different set of rules. And so he's bypassing free agency and he's going to try to force a trade. And few people in NBA history have more experience in forcing trades than James Harden. So here we go. Here we go. Now, Nick's Twitter, as as Shannon said back in studio, <laughs> is in shambles right now. Um, I, I would be very upset if I was a Knicks fan that my team's name was being mentioned in the Harden trade rumors because you already have a guy that can handle the rock pretty much as well as any guard right now in the league in Jalen Brunson. And we've seen what he did in that run of the Western Conference Finals with the Mavericks. And then we saw what he did last year in the postseason for the Knicks, and I wouldn't want to mess up that with James Harden of all play, especially like earlier, Michelle, we were, we were talking to Bobby Marks, and he said they're sort of in a holding pattern right now. They're waiting for that one player that can kind of put them over the edge. I think a lot of people believe maybe Giannis down the road could be that player. There's others mm-hmm. that come to mind. I don't think James Harden is that player that I'd be sitting in a holding pattern waiting for if I'm a Knicks fan. I think that one's very peculiar in, in this conversation. 
I do too. I would love to get just a little taste of Nick's Twitter. I'm not a member of Nick's Twitter, so I would love to see uh, what their vibe is about this right now. But we've talked a lot, Jeff, today about James Harden and Kyrie Irving, both really great basketball players, both players who have a lot that comes with them. And James Harden is turning 34 in August. And even though he is a player that certainly has a lot going for him, he's also a player that can go from being the guy in a big postseason game, hitting game-winning shots, to completely disappearing. And if I'm the Knicks, I don't know if he's the answer to my questions. I agree with you. Let's get to those callers that I promised we would get to here on Canty and Carlin. If you want to be a part of the conversation, would you want James Harden on your team? What's your team? Where would you like to see him traded to? All things we'd love to discuss with you. 888-729-3776. LS in Richmond, Virginia. What's up, LS? What's on your mind? Uh, not a whole lot. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm a Knicks fan, and I think what they're trying to do is a three-way trade, getting Paul George to go going to the Knicks and sending uh sending Harden out there in L.A. I think that's what they're trying to do because there's no way, and you know what, that we can do anything with Harden. He doesn't play any defense. And our coach is not going to let him just pop up threes after he cross half court. So, so you think the Knicks I are getting say. slick I, here? I want to huh? hear y'all thoughts. They're getting slick here, LS. That's what you're saying. They're trying to work. They're rumored because they want a three way deal. Yeah, they're trying to be slick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I think that's probably what Knicks fans are hoping for. David in Michigan, where do you think James Harden is going to go? Where would you like to see him go? Uh, Harden should go to the Lakers and play with LeBron. That, uh, a soft-spoken answer that carries a lot of weight <laughs> in a big city like L.A. David in Michigan, thanks for the call. Listen, uh, go play with LeBron. I mean, it takes the ball out of LeBron's hands, and he doesn't have to have so much of that involvement. I'll tell you what. like If you go back, Michelle, to that 2020 season when the Lakers won the championship in the bubble, there were so many sets where where – it was like so peculiar to watch. Like LeBron would be over in the corner. They'd go through Anthony Davis on the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, and, and he didn't really have to have the ball till the fourth quarter. And it allowed him to sort of be rested. It felt like to me, he ran out of gas, carrying them down the, down the stretch in the playoffs. And so maybe as much as we dog on Harden, having to dribble the basketball so much and, you know, be the ball dominant guy, he did lead the league in assists last year. Maybe, maybe we are overlooking how that would work. assists per game, as you mentioned, tops in the NBA. And maybe that is a solution for the Lakers. But, Jeff, when I I look at the the issues that the Lakers are facing, one of the issues you have is Anthony Davis. Is he going to be available for you? Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to disappear in the postseason? Do you really want to add James Harden to that equation? (laughs) Another guy who you have questions about in his consistency? I don't know. You know, that's going to be the decision GMs have to make right now, especially teams like the Clippers and the Lakers uh, and the Knicks, who may obviously be engaging in conversations as per Adrian Wojnarowski. David in Hawaii. Uh, David, uh, what's going on, man? What do you think of this latest Harden situation? I know exactly where you send him. You send him overseas so we don't have to talk about this, think about (laughs) this, or even look at this again. Over, done. And you know what? Westbrook can follow him, and so can Kyrie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Get rid of all of them, man. He said, I'm done hearing about the headlines surrounding Westbrook, Kyrie, 
and James Harden. Derek in South Carolina. Uh, Derek, what do you think of the latest news surrounding James Harden? Hey, man, this is Darius in South Carolina. Um, I'm a lifelong Knicks fan. Um, James Harden on the Knicks, I would rather gargle glass Ooh. than to watch <laughs> James Harden play for the Knicks. Um, he's a ball hog. He's terrible. He is invisible in clutch situation. He's very satisfied with making his salary, not motivated, doesn't have the heart of a champion, no way, no how. I'm not a big Julius Randle fan, but I'd rather stick with Julius Randle and the team that's presently uh, constructed, especially under the leadership of Jalen Brunson, than go the route of James Harden. So I'm no on James Harden. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Gargling glass over choosing James Harden. Now there's a decision to make, Michelle. Yeah, that's a pretty emphatic no, Jeff, if I've ever heard one, that I'd rather gargle glass than have James Harden on my team. That's a tough one, man. Tough one to swallow. Uh, Tyler in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, What's up, Tyler? So I wouldn't be surprised. I'm a big Sixers fan. I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Nurse and Daryl Morey are trying to conjure up Pascal Siakam to come to play with Embiid. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that Harden and Pascal Siakam thing works out. Wow. There you go. Uh, You ostracize him to... uh... To, to Canada. Oh, Canada. See you later. Go up there and play. <laughs> Have some fun with a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Bring in Pascal Siakam. Like, literally, though, when we were talking earlier about Nick Nurse and maybe trying to get Fred Van Vliet in there, I, I thought, you know, Pascal Siakam was rumored of potentially being traded uh, over the last year or so. I wonder if, you know, the Tobias Harris name might be one you could get for, for Pascal Siakam. Uh, but this Harden news, certainly one that opens the door for potential names to eventually come in. And and real quick here, back to Wendy before we get I, – I just want to play this quick about the Knicks because – okay, we'll get to Wendy on the other side because he had some thoughts on the Knicks and the Suns with regards to James Harden. We want to hear from you as well. Keep those calls rolling in, 888-729-ESPN. It seems James Harden is on the way out of Philly. So where will he end up playing next? Would you want him on your team? Let us know, 888-729-ESPN. She's Michelle Smallman. I'm Jeff Turn. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Back to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. I am Jeff Turner alongside me, Michelle Smallman, filling in for the guys here this evening. Big James Harden news. Shannon, real quick, man, I got to ask you this question, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is the only two times I notice that there's so many Knicks fans on this planet are when they win a first-round series and when there's a big name rumored to be going to New York? Yes. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's, just, that's the simplest answer I got for you. Right? Look, you're asking me questions right now, Jeff. A lot's going on right now. I'm processing a lot, all right? I'm trying to produce this show. I'm trying to put stuff on the screen. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to screen callers. I'm trying to stay up to date on Nick's Twitter right now. Don't ask me if I'm fine. I'm hurt. <laughs> it's just amazing, man. Like, I didn't. There's not been a moment that I've been on ESPN Radio where I've realized there's this many Knicks fans listening at one time. James Harden has opted in. The 76ers are exploring trade possibilities, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. The Knicks and Clippers on that list. Our own Brian Windhorst reacting to the New York Knicks being interested in James Harden. Take a listen. So Adrian Wojnarowski has reported that the Knicks are one of the teams that Harden would have an interest in. I think the Knicks, what might be interesting, guys, is I think they're trying to save their powder for maybe a huge name player that might become available in the next year. And so they got a question, is it worth using some of their draft assets or some of their young players in trade for James Harden now? Or can they wait for a potentially younger player that might be a better fit? Remember, whoever trades for James Harden is going to have to deal with him on a one-year contract. And his, his contract is structured in a way that he can't extend it. So you're trading for a guy on the last year of his deal that you're going to have to deal with this in a year. He had difficulty coming to terms at age 33 here with Philadelphia, who had reason to re-sign him. Whatever they were offering, he didn't like. And I don't blame him for playing hardball. You're going to inherit that situation next year. It's obviously trading for a player that doesn't have a lot of money left, but it's trading for a player that you might just be renting, and that will affect the price. I'm Brian Windhorst, their ESPN NBA insider. Clippers or Knicks, Michelle, which one would you rather see James Harden go to? I think the Clippers. When I listen to what Wendy just outlined, Jeff, I know in today's world, the hardest thing is patience. We want things and we want it now. And when I look at James Harden, he might improve your chances a little bit, but are you really going to win an NBA title with him? Probably not. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. I think that as Wendy just just shared with us, they should wait and hold on to that arsenal, to that powder, and see what happens a year from now. I don't know if, if I would move the assets and the capital that I have to acquire James Harden if something better could come up a year later. We had a very upset Knicks fan from South Carolina. Bob in North Carolina is going to try to outdo him here. Bob, welcome in, man. Your thoughts on James Harden potentially going to the Knicks? You guys are, you know, you guys are very entertaining, Shannon, and you're both just very entertaining. You're anyway. Gargling glass really made me laugh on my way up back home to New York, and uh, here I am in North Carolina driving uh, my brains out. There are two guys in the NBA that are almost repulsive in their big heads when they walk on the court, and that's that's. And he was talented. He's he was a very talented player, James Harden. Once very talented, 
he chokes in the playoffs. And the other guy is uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, yeah, uh, who, who who needs two psychiatrists on on the bench to to have him play appropriately. So both of those two guys are in the clubhouse. They're toxicity. That's what they are. Capital letters T O X I C I T Y. Toxicity. I remember, I remember the greatest Nick team that ever was was made, and it was in the nineteen early nineteen seventies. My friend and I from Curtis High School, Staten Island, played basketball with him, and he, we went to see the nineteen seventy championship game when we were in high school, and it was Willis Reed playing with Dave DeBusher and uh, Lucas. Now, you guys may not recognize their names. Maybe you do. Woj would recognize their names. And, and of course, Clyde Frazier from Southern Illinois University. The Salukis. Dick Barnett. And that knucklehead who came to the – Phil Jackson, who came to the New York Knicks as a uh, a suit who Frank Nils Cantita he 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 What does this have to do with Harden Bob and, get and to it next, man and the next draft choice and the next draft choice was who that outstanding guard <laughs> Oh my god fun walk down memory lane Bob so yeah, you don't Bob, like get Harden, to Harden. we got to cut Bob off man we got bills to pay coming up I think he was trying to tell us those guys wouldn't touch James Harden with a 10-foot pole in a possible trade because it would not have won them a championship. I'm going to summarize for Bob there. I just I wanted to see if he'd get to it. I, I, just I don't know what Bob was trying to say. I think Bob, Bob was just trying to say those guys were drive. champions. James Harden isn't. All right, that's what he was trying to say. Can I get to Eddie real quick in St. Louis? Eddie, what's up, man? Shout out to the Lou. Hey, hey how you doing? Good. Uh, yeah, I was just saying... Uh, I'm a huge Miami fan. I know we're trying to get rid of Kyle Lowry right now. What about giving Kyle Lowry to the Sixers, giving him back with Nick Nurse? We take Harden for the year, see if he can buy into the Miami way. We don't need him for the clutch time. We got Hemi Butler. Hemi Butler. Um, yeah, I think you probably have to throw in Tyler Hero in that just because I think anything with Kyle Lowry is going to involve Tyler Hero. Uh, but, yeah, listen, I mean, if you're if you're a Miami fan – You've been able to create this culture that guys buy into once they get there. Although, I will say this. With James Harden, Michelle, if there's a place I would be very skeptical about the buy-in for James Harden because of where he is living, thankfully for for the NBA fans, there's not a team in Las Vegas. But uh, South Beach and Harden, I don't know if it'd be Fat Harden, but it's probably back to Strip Club Harden, and I don't know if that's what the Miami Heat want. But I think that he he has found those establishments in every city he's played in, and he's still had success. I don't know if going well. I guess it, maybe the amount and the caliber is a little different in Miami. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, you hear how Stephen A. Smith talks about Miami, man. Like, I mean, I, I love me some South Beach as much as anybody too, man. But I mean, I just I don't know if that's. That's the place. Um, I mean, who knows? New York, too. I mean, dear God. Uh, so I, I just, I don't know. Harden, Harden choking in the playoffs is the downfall to that man's resume because the regular season Harden has always been spectacular, and we'll see ultimately where he lands. Chris Carlin will join us to weigh in on James Harden opting in. That's next on ESPN Radio.
Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.